0: Welcome to rslash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is Parents. Also, just a reminder, I've started a Patreon page where I'm going to publish videos that I couldn't publish to YouTube because YouTube demonetized them. So if you want to see the videos that are too spicy for YouTube, go to patreon.com slash Our next Reddit post is from is Dead. My mom just reminded me of this. I don't remember every detail because I was 5 or 6 when it went down, but I do remember how bummed the kids were after. So back in 1997 when I was 5 or 6, I rode the bus to and from school. Our bus driver was an older lady named Marge, and she was a super nice lady. She didn't have kids, so I think she thought of kids on her route as her makeshift grandkids. She got to know most of the kids that rode routinely, and would give gifts on birthdays and special presents to some kids, not all, on Christmas or Hanukkah. Now, we all knew about the special presents. The older kids had told the younger kids, and it seemed like a general rule that some kids got small wrapped gifts, like the size of an iPhone box, nothing big, and the rest of us got candy canes. I don't remember exactly what year this event happened, I think I was maybe in the first grade because I was very aware of the special gifts and I know I had gotten a Barbie doll from her on my birthday, which landed just before school let out for summer break. Anyway, this happened just before Christmas break. March had already given special presents to the kids she always gave them to. It was after school, we were being dropped off at the bus stop, it was raining really hard, and I was already in a grumpy mood because the wind blew my umbrella inside out. Marge pulled up to the sidewalk, reminded us to put on our jackets and hoods, which caused her to take a few seconds to open the door. That's when this crazy entitled mother starts wrapping her knuckles on the door like really hard. Marge pulled the lever that opens the door, and even before it could open all the way, this entitled mother shoves the door open and stomps on in, and according to my mom, shouts, why do you give presents to four kids and not my kids? I honestly don't remember what this woman had said. I remember her yelling and all of us are silent and watching. My mom hears Marge say, Excuse me? This entitled mother begins on a tirade of calling Marge a predator and accusing her of nepotism, which made her look extremely uncomfortable. As my mom said, she looked like she was shocked in an odd way. The entitled mother then says, Are you touching these kids? Is that it? You're a molester. She's a freaking molester. That's when someone's father gets on and yanks that crazy woman off. I remember seeing her vanish like a magic trick and then looking at Marge who was crying. My sweet old bus driver was openly weeping and sobbing. It was sad and uncomfortable because at my age I didn't know what to do and I barely talked so I didn't know what to say or if I should say anything to Marge. Marge allowed us to get off. I kept my head down as I passed her, feeling this icky, achy feeling in my chest. Outside, the entitled mother was yelling that it wasn't fair that only four families' writers that Marge knew almost personally got gifts for Christmas, and her two kids only got a stupid effing candy cane. I do remember that part. I remember thinking, lady, we all got candy canes, so what? My mom walked me home, and just as we turned the corner, a cop car came up the street. His lights weren't on and he kind of like crept by if that makes sense. My mom had shaken her head and said, Can you believe that crazy woman? Is she sick in the head? The next week, the last week of school, we had a sub driver. We had him until February. March returned and she seemed to have lost her chipperness. Like, she didn't come off as open and sweet like before. She stopped giving gifts altogether, and she didn't get involved or ask us about our home lives or our families anymore either. She was my bus driver until I moved three years later. I wonder if she's still alive. That entitled mom didn't show up after that one time. I don't think I ever met her kids, or knew who they even were. But yeah, that crazy woman kinda murdered my bus driver's spirit. Sorry it was so long. You know, this kind of reminds me of something that happened to me. I remember one time I was just driving down this neighborhood, and I was talking to someone in my car, and I look over to my right, and I see this little kid, maybe, I don't know, like six or seven years old, who's sitting on the street curb and just bawling his eyes out. And there's no one around this kid at all. No parents, no other kids. It's just a little kid by himself on the street crying. So I immediately think to myself... Oh, this kid might be lost or something. So I pull over to the side of the street, turn on my hazard lights, and get out of the car. I come up to this kid and kneel down, and I'm like, hey kid, what's your name? And then, like, immediately, this car that was behind me on the street, like, screeches to a halt. And this woman (laughs) leaps out of her car, grabs the kid, picks the kid up, and physically turns her body so that her body is between me and the kid. And then she starts asking the kid what his name is. So I kind of identify with what that school bus driver was experiencing at that moment. She was just trying to do a nice thing, and then someone thinks she's some kind of sexual predator because of it? I mean, for my story, when I look back on it, I can't really begrudge that woman too much because, I mean, I guess her heart was in the right place. From her perspective, she saw the exact same thing that I saw, except that she saw a car pull over and a guy come out and talk to a kid. But it's like, come on, lady, am I really going to kidnap a kid with my hazard lights on? And in any event, it turned out that the kid's house was like five houses away, and shortly after that, maybe like 45 seconds after, the mom came out and found the kid. So I guess he must have just run out to the street, got turned around, and started crying. I don't know. Our next Reddit post is from Acushot. Backstory. A buddy of mine's family runs a small convenience store and bait and tackle shop in the U.S., and I help out every now and then since I work at a gas station. Like 98% of stores, the shop is currently operating on a one toilet paper item per family policy. My friend's dad, the owner, told me in person that no one is allowed to buy more than one per family. No ifs, ands, or buts. Cue the scene. I'm waiting out the last half hour of when I said I'd help run the store on my own. When Entitled Dad and Entitled Kid walk in, decked out in fishing gear. Entitled Dad grabs a packet of worms, some sodas, ice, and snacks. As he passes by the toiletry section, he grabs four packages of toilet paper. I'm sorry, sir, I say, but store policy is currently only one per family. I call out across the store, but Entitled Dad ignores me. He and Entitled Kid select a few more things and walk up to the counter. Entitled Kid is trying hard not to be seen, so I can tell he knows what's coming. Sir, unfortunately I'm only able to sell you one toilet paper package right now. Well, why not? Due to the pandemic and shortage, our store is only allowing one toilet paper item per family. Well, there's no sign back there. Yes, there is, sir. There's a sign every six feet around the store and at the register listing what items are being limited. Well, I know the owner and he says it's okay for me to buy as many as I want from here. Entitled Kid has now retreated to the door, clearly wanting to leave and not be here. You spoke to the owner? Yes, I did. Now are you going to ring me up or what? The owner specifically said that you can buy however much you wanted. Yes, can you please hurry it up? I want to be on the lake soon. Sir, I know the manager didn't say anything to you because I'd have known about it. Are you calling me a liar? I'm reporting you to the owner the next time I talk to him. I pull out my phone. How about now? What? I call the owner and put him on speakerphone. Let's call him up right now. If he says it's okay, I'll ring you up and apologize. Before Entitled Dad can say anything, the store owner picks up. Hey OP, what's up? Nothing much. I have an Entitled Dad here and he says you told him he could ignore the store policy on toilet paper. Entitled Dad, can I have your name so I know who I told? Entitled Dad's face breaks out in hope, thinking he's bluffed his way through this and gives his name. Entitled Dad, I don't know who the hell you are or what the F you're talking about. I haven't told anyone that they could ignore store policy. By purchasing more than one, you're possibly depriving others that may desperately need the toilet paper. And if you're taking so many dumps that you need more than one package, I would seriously suggest you consult a doctor, not just buy more toilet paper. If you can't follow store policy like every other customer that's come in, then you can leave. Store owner hangs up. Entitled Dad has his mouth open in shock, while Entitled Kid is looking like all major holidays and his birthday are happening today. Entitled Dad shuts his mouth, stands in front of the register for a few seconds, shouts a final F you, and storms out of the store, leaving all his items on the counter. That Entitled Dad's gonna have a really hard time catching fish without any worms on his fishing trip, but I wouldn't say the trip was a total waste. It looks like the kid definitely enjoyed himself. Our next Reddit post is from Mental Illness. I'm at the beach with a couple of my friends before Corona, and I'm wearing a new bikini I just bought. So there I am, just lying down in the sun when this lady comes and stands over me. Obviously, I'm confused, so I ask if there's a problem. And she tells me I need to cover up my chest. I will admit, I am very well endowed in that area, because I'm distracting her son, who looks to be about roughly my age. I tell her that I am not going to cover up as it's my body and I'll wear what I want to wear and that if I'm distracting her son, well, that seems to be like a her problem and maybe she should teach her son to respect girls and not stare at them. She did not seem to like this at all, and she starts to scream at me in the middle of the beach, telling me that I'm a bad influence on young girls, and that she hopes I never have children because they'll turn out to be like me, and that I'm disrespecting mothers all around the world because apparently I'm just trying to seduce their sons. I'm literally 17, like WTF. Eventually her son comes over and drags her away, but I was just laughing it off, but it made me think. Why didn't her son come over any sooner to drag her away? The funny thing about this story is that it took place on a beach. Lady, if you don't like the people near you, just walk like 50 feet in any direction. Our next reddit post is from Socially Declined. I'm a 20-year-old female with a three-month-old son. We took our son to the park for the first time. They have swings that are good for little babies, so we had him in there. He absolutely loved it, by the way. There was an older lady there with three kids. I'm assuming her grandchildren because they were pretty young and she's seen my grandma's age. She was eyeing us up since the moment we got there. My fiancé is a smoker and he's not allowed anywhere near the baby while smoking, so he went to the baseball fields to sit and smoke. This is a decent ways away. Even though this is a very, very small town, I didn't know the woman as we didn't live in the town that we were currently at. But I was very familiar with this town as I lived here for many years when I was younger, so he was fine with leaving us alone, just not familiar enough to know the people anymore. My step-grandparents also lived here, so I felt comfortable. After my fiancé went over to the ballpark, this lady approached me and began talking to me. She asked me how I like babysitting. I laughed and told her I wasn't babysitting, that this was my son. This set her off. She grabbed a hold of my wrist and told me don't lie to her and that I'm too young for this to be my son and that she doesn't believe me. She told me if I didn't produce valid forms of identification for both of us, she would call the police for kidnapping. So here's the issue with that. I don't carry my wallet on me that often. And the only forms of identification I have for my son is his insurance card, as his birth certificate and social security card haven't come in yet due to everything being bogged down from the virus. I told the lady that, and she tightened her grip on my wrist, stating that that's a lie because they give you documents at the hospital. They don't. It had escalated to the point where she shoves me down and tries to grab my son, stating that she'll be keeping a hold of him until the cops arrived. I quickly got up and grabbed my son from her. I didn't punch her, but I did sort of palm her nose, which I guess I did harder than I meant to because she started bleeding. She yelled at me that she was going to press charges for assault. My fiancé was making his way back during this time and caught the tail end of the confrontation. Skipping ahead to when the cops show up, they're talking to each of us, but the old lady won't stop screeching. So they take her farther away to talk. I'm in complete fight mode and terrified. I'm frantically explaining that I don't have ID, but this is my son. We just came here to the park to play. If there was any way I could prove that I was the mother of my son, I showed him a photo of him getting pulled from me, C-section, and him on my chest a few hours later. Obviously, he looks different now, but you can tell it's the same baby. We were allowed to go home, and we were told that we'd be hearing from someone about the assault and charges against the woman. Yes, right, because everyone knows a 20-year-old woman is way too young to have a baby. What on earth was this entitled woman thinking? She's lucky she came out of that situation with just a bloody nose. Our next Reddit post is from Postmodern Hippie Goth. Outside my old Starbucks is a small garden with some trees, some flowers, and a three-foot-tall rock wall perimeter. The three-foot-tall rock wall has been neglected over the years and several rocks are prone to uncontrollable shifting whenever too much weight is applied. It's a decoration wall, not a jogging wall. Most parents advise their children not to run along the wall. Until today. A little girl is running laps along the unstable garden wall while her entitled dad is on his cell phone and ignoring her. Knowing that our garden wall is unstable, I asked the little girl to stop. She ignores me, so I advise her dad of the possible danger. Sir, could you please ask your daughter to stop running laps along the unstable garden wall? Why? The garden wall is unstable. She could easily hurt herself. Are you in charge here? No. Then don't tell me what to do. I relay the necessary information to the shift supervisor, who is in charge. Sir, could you please ask your daughter to stop running laps along the unstable garden wall? The garden wall is unstable, and she could easily hurt herself. Are you in charge here? Yes, I am. I don't tell you how to make coffee. Don't tell me how to raise my kid. Minutes later, a rock in the garden wall collapses beneath the little girl's feet. She loses her footing, falls three feet, and breaks her arm. The shift supervisor and I witness the whole thing. Fortunately, a third member of staff is an ex-reservist who knows first aid. Upon learning what happened, he grabs the first aid and rushes to the scene. He says, hello little girl, I know first aid. May I help you? The little girl nods her head, crying too hard to speak. While the ex-preservist is applying ice and a splint to the little girl's arm, her entitled dad ignores them both, choosing instead to yell at the shift supervisor, Where is your manager? I'd like to know why you didn't maintain your garden wall. In actuality, the garden wall is the responsibility of our landlord and not of the Starbucks coffee company. None of this information is making the little girl feel better. The Entitled Dad threatens us with a lawsuit for the next 15 minutes, repeating the same phrases ad nauseum. Where is your manager? Why didn't you maintain your garden wall? After he's satisfied himself with his yelling, he acknowledges his daughter and drives her to the hospital, barely thanking the ex-reservist for tending to her injury and her pain. The following day, the Entitled Dad returns with his daughter and a lawyer. The lawyer takes statements from the ex-reservist, the ship supervisor, and myself. The entitled dad wanted to sue Starbucks for five figures, but in the end, the lawyer never materialized. To the best of my knowledge, the little girl made a full recovery. That was our slash entitled parents, and if you like this podcast, then follow me because I put out new Reddit podcasts every single day.